This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Learn more at voiceofmilk.com. It's the final day of the Democratic National Convention, and former Vice President Joe Biden will lay out his vision for the country tonight. Kate Bedingfield with the Biden campaign says tonight's theme is about America's promise. You'll hear him lay out his positive vision for the country and reaffirm his core belief that we can unite this country even in, in these divisive times. The American story is one of resilience, one of people coming together to overcome hardship and crisis. And you'll hear Biden lift up the strength of the American people and lay out a vision for how we will build back better and emerge from these crises stronger than ever before. He will lay out a course to make real the promise of America. Other speakers include California Governor Gavin Newsom, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, and Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, to name a few. Global demand for U.S. soybeans is growing, and China, along with other markets, will be critical for expanding growth. Mac Marshall is vice president of market intelligence for the U.S. Soybean Export Council and United Soybean Board. Speaking on an AgriPulse webinar today, Marshall says while China continues to buy soybeans, the big question will be what they buy in the fourth quarter. I think if we're looking at new crop sales into China that have been uh, pretty uh, aggressive over the past six, eight weeks or so. We got more good, um, you know, forward sales data coming out this morning. I think we can expect that that pace of uh, of, uh, of demand from China to uh, continue pretty well in the near term, which is obviously going to be supportive for the U.S. soy complex. So something definitely favorable to look at. Marshall says there are also other market expansion opportunities in places like Egypt and Thailand. First is Egypt here. Um, we've seen some really tremendous growth over the past couple of years. And then if we look at uh, our, our performance, even relative to last year, it's it's been really, really strong. Um, and that's that's already, um, you know, booked exports and, and uh, you know, sales that have already happened. So seeing those upward revisions in what Egypt is likely to, ma- to demand for the forthcoming marketing year, I think provides uh, even more you know, enthusiasm. These webinars are sponsored by the United Soybean Board and American Soybean Association. Find more information at agripulse.com. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. EDGE is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. Learn how EDGE empowers farmers and listen to our Dairy Stream podcast at voiceofmilk.com. Department of Agriculture officials say they'll start a new Iowa acreage survey at the end of this month. Lance Honig is chief of the crops branch of USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service. He says the survey will start in roughly a week. Uh, you know, as we kind of reminded folks with the August report, our our forecasts on a monthly basis are always based on conditions as of the first. So we try to keep that data collection uh, centered around the first of the month and as close to it as possible. So we typically start just a couple of days before the first and then extend it just a a few days after the first, because we obviously need several days to get information from, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 farmers. The National Weather Service says wind speeds from the August 10th derecho that swept through Iowa were stronger than initially surveyed. According to NWS, maximum wind speeds were roughly 140 miles per hour on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Those wind speeds are equivalent to a Category 4 hurricane or EF3 tornado. Some 36% of the U.S. is in a moderate drought or worse across the lower 48 states. According to the U.S. Drought Monitor released today, 
That number is higher than last week's 34.4%. The summary says some improvements were made to areas of moderate drought in Ohio in response to rainfall during the past several weeks. Further west, areas of moderate drought and severe drought expanded in western and northwestern Iowa. This is due to short-term precipitation deficits during the past 60-day period and dry soils. The Environmental Protection Agency has received nine new so-called gap year biofuel waiver requests, bringing that total to 67 petitions, according to its small refinery exemption dashboard, which was updated today. The overall total of pending waiver requests is 98. The increase comes two days after President Donald Trump told Senator Joni Ernst in Iowa that he would talk to EPA about the issue of the so-called gap year waivers. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.